0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. I literally just recorded a 35 minute episode on Podbean, and I go to upload it, and it says four minutes, just like it did yesterday. So I'm not sure what's going on, but I mean, I know I talk about a lot of controversial things, but that's kind of crazy. And it was a man, I'll tell you what, anyway. I'm going to jump on. We'll go through it again. So, Ukraine, Israel, so much is happening. You guys are aware of that. What I like to think about, what's going on in the background while all this other stuff is going on. The Bible talks about wars and rumors of war. You know, kind of like what's going on now. China, Taiwan. Then we have the war with Ukraine and Russia. And I think Putin, you know, bit off more than he can chew. But what is he going to do if he's humiliated and lost? Gotta think about that too. Um, if you guys watch um or follow Amir uh, uh Safardi, I can't ever say his name right. I'll tell you what, Amir Safardi. Um, anyway, from Behold Israel, he's got a telegram channel and he's updating like man crazy everything going on over there. Of course, he lives in Israel, so you know he's kind of got a bird's eye view of what's going on over there. He's also a great Bible prophecy teacher. Um, I just got through watching this thing on the Antichrist back from 2020 because everybody's like, you know, who's the Antichrist? Who's going to be the Antichrist? Where's he going to come from? Where's blah, 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 blah? Well, number one, as Christians, we're not looking for the Antichrist. We're looking for Jesus Christ to come and take us home. But we will not know as Christians who the Antichrist is because we will not be here. The Bible says the restrainer, which is us born again Bible believing Christians um, who have the Holy Spirit living in us uh we are the uh we're the restraining force and so the bible says in thessalonians that you know when the restraining force is yanked out of here so we're like snatched out of here it says then that man of lawlessness will be revealed so if i seem distracted it's because i'm watching <laughs> the on-air ticker over here to make sure that it doesn't stop at four minutes i'm like i'll pay for unlimited so am not sure what's going on so anyway Let's jump on here. So first, now we have Putin saying that the Golan Heights don't belong to Israel; that that belongs to Syria. You know, and then remember, Russia has troops stationed in in Syria on the border. Syria borders Israel. Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine talks about Gog Magog. Gog would be Putin at this point in time. Now. That could change at any minute because we're not in the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. But Gog, G-O-G, is the leader of Rosh, which is Russia in the Bible. So that kind of gives you an idea of why everybody's saying, you know, Putin this, Putin that, whatever. So you have a kind of a, you know, really quick snapshot overview of, you know, what that refers to. So, and then like right here, we have uh, alleged Israeli airstrike targets Damascus. That was uh, February the 24th uh, by, I'm just going to spell his name, T-Z-V-I, Joffre, J-O-F-F-R-E. That's in the Jerusalem Post. So, you know, when you think about airstrikes and Damascus and that kind of stuff, you know, Damascus kind of rings a bell, especially for prophecy. Um, You know, people who study the prophecy eschatology like myself, because the Bible talks about Damascus. So it also says that Damascus Will be no more. Like it will be blown off. Like the earth will be gone. It'll be flattened. It'll be destroyed. It won't be anymore. And so, when you think about these airstrikes near Damascus and all this, of course, President George Bush, uh, in the United States, when he was in office with the weapons of mass destruction, um, they're like, yeah, they said they were buried underneath, uh, underneath Damascus or around Damascus, and they're like, no, that's not right. Blah blah blah. Well, Israeli intelligence says, yeah, yeah, they are. So that's where those WMDs are. It's going to take one, just one hit and boom, you can see how Damascus will be no more. So it's another Bible prophecy that has not yet um, come to pass, which is soon, soon to come to pass. It could happen at any minute. You know, I could wake up next morning. Any one of us could, boom, Damascus will be gone. So, you know, it's another thing that we watch. Then we have the World Economic Forum. So while, you know, Russia and All of this stuff is going on in the background. you got to think about what's really going on in the forefront. So, World Economic Forum pushes a digital ID system that will determine access to services. Of course, these digital ID systems proposes monitoring online behavior, purchases, biometrics, and more. The World Economic Forum, WEF, an international organization that works to shape global, regional, and industrial uh, agendas, recently published its latest dystopian proposal. A far reaching digital ID system that will collect as much data as possible on individuals and then use this data to determine the level of access to various uh, services. Of course, of course, they want to know everything about you. I want you to think about it, guys. You use all these appliances and all this stuff to make your life easier, right? You have these smart homes and smart cars and smart TVs and smart phones and smart everything. So take out the word smart. And put in the word artificial intelligence. That'll make you think. So, why you think you're controlling all your appliances in your house, eh, probably not. But another thing you need to think about everything is listening to you. Your car listens to you, your phone listens to you, your TV listens to you, Alexa listens to you, Syria listens to you, everything. Google, everything is listening to you and to me. When you're standing at a street corner looking at your phone, talking on, there are cameras in all those streetlights just about, and every one of them has microphones. You should watch Billy Crone's um, documentaries on that. Boy, howdy, it'll make you wake up and look ahead. Right now, we know that Putin has prey has bitten off more than he can choose But at the same time, he is moving ICBMs in his country. And so there's video of that and, and photographs. So they're moving these. These are intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missiles. They are nuclear. They are nukes. They are hot. And he's moving them. So what he has planned, we don't really know. But does anybody really know him? He's evil. He is an evil, wicked man. So, you know, you've really got to wonder, like, what, what, what's really going on? And so now, not only in the context of all of this going on, we have China now saying that they're going to start conducting exercises in the sea six nautical miles from Taiwan. Is this another deception? Just like Russia's deception? I don't know who the hell was deceived by that, but you don't amass 75% of your army on the border of Ukraine just for some exercises. You don't set up field hospitals just for some quote unquote exercises a hundred and forty thousand troops over there, really? I mean, I wasn't fooled, and I'm by no means any military expert back in this time. God gave me some wisdom and some common sense, and I'm like, that ain't right, you know what I mean, but I'm just saying, so now we have all this going on with with China and Taiwan. So the Bible talks about wars and rumors of war. So we have that. We are definitely living in the days of wars and rumors of war. What else are we living in these days of? Think about in Daniel. Daniel talks about travel to and fro and knowledge will increase and all this stuff will be happening. And like I did a book and it's called The Remnant Believers, but I talk about a whole lot of stuff in that book. So many chapters in that book. And it goes back to like the 1800s. Information doubled every like 100 to 150 years. And this, folks, that was in the 1800s. We're, you know, we're not that far from the 1800s. You get to the 1900s, same thing. The 1950s, information was doubling like every 25, 30 years, right? You get to where we are now, 2022, information doubles every six months. Every six months. That's incredible. If you go back to the 1800s, literally like 1850, there were like 1., I think five billion people in the entire world. You fast forward to now 2022 there are over 7.7 7 billion people in the world. Do you know how long it took up to 1850s, whatever to get that many people? That was a long time. And then it exploded from 1800 until now. Just like Daniel said. Just like the prophet Daniel prophesied in the book of Daniel. Now, I don't know if you guys like Jack Van Vanipy. You guys remember him, Jack Vanipy? Yeah, he memorized like almost like 85% of the Bible. Him and his Rexella, his wife. She's so cute. Anyway, she's such a darling. I tell you, she just her little voice and she's just so sweet. I think just precious. But, anyway, of course, he passed away, I believe it was 2020, January of 2020, I believe. Well, anyway, my brother, bless his heart, he got me his uh, his his pro- prophecy Bible. And it's been out of print for all these years. And then finally, just out of the blue, they started printing it again. And so, I was like, oh, my gosh, that'd be so cool, right? My brother got it for me for Christmas. And it actually came. Um, It, w- it wasn't supposed to be there until after Christmas. But I actually got it. I think it was like two days before Christmas, and I was kind of sitting over there. I would reach over and get it, but I'm, it's a little too far from me. But um, you know, he he did this. I mean, he broke down Daniel. He's got. I mean, if you get it, I mean, I go to go to their website and, and get it. It's totally worth it. He breaks down Daniel verse by verse. He does the same thing with Revelation, verse by verse, and it gives you like a huge overview of like what's really going on and if you watch um billy crone at getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com he does the same thing he's got the study of daniel he got the study, i mean man so i mean these are days that we need to be excited you know what is your hope in my hope is not in government my hope is not in um america my hope is not no my hope is in jesus christ and christ alone that's where my hope is that's where i hope your hope is because look around you today. You may not be here tomorrow. You may not wake up in the morning. And if what if you what happens if you lay down tonight and die, where are you going to open your eyes? Where where are you going to wake up at? It's going to be heaven or hell. You're not going to get a second. You will not get a second. There's no purgatory. There's no none of that. You only get one shot to make your decision. And I pray you make it for Christ today. I have listeners in Ukraine. You know they've emailed me i've seen it and i'm thankful for you guys and i am praying for you guys i'm praying for russia i'm praying for ukraine because you know what satan is the ruler of this world we do not fight against people we fight against principalities and rulers in dark places is what the bible says in ephesians so think about that you know that's that's the thing But I just, I pray that it'll be a peaceful resolution to all this going on over there because I was watching some videos and uh, it's pretty horrific. Um, I wouldn't, I'm not going to tell you where I saw the videos because they're very disturbing. But there's some really terrible, horrible, war is horrible. And uh, that's what's going on over there. And so, you know, one thing we need to pay attention to because when the Bible talks about prophecies, everything centers around Israel. So there're going to be wars going on all over the world. But you need to make sure the ones we need to pay attention to are the ones that are focused on Israel. And so for prophetic reasons. But, you know, all of this stuff is coming together. And Jesus says, when you see these things start to happen, the beginning, it's at like the beginning of birth pains. You know, he goes, hold your head up high. Your redemption draws near. Christ is coming to take us home. And these things started, like, really started ramping up, like, two years ago. And the whole COVID thing happened. But, I mean, I can tell you in the last decade, things have been moving pretty fast. And all of a sudden, like two years ago, it went from like zero to a thousand. Boom. You think about redlining on your RPMs on your car. You're like, y'all know me. I'm a huge Honda fan. You know, love Hondas. I've got Hondas. I have an old Del Sol. Um, I've got a CRV. I just sold my ruckus. So, um, yeah, I'm a huge Honda fan. And so, Hondas are made... Um, to rev and redline. That's what those engines are made for. So, anyway, so if, if you're a Honda fan or if you're a racing fan or whatever, think about that. When That tachometer, man, when you floor it, when you hit that gas, that tachometer goes to the redline, right? Well, that's what the Bible says is going to happen. It's going to intensify, intensify, intensify. It's like a woman going into labor. Starts out slow, right? And, of course, then you have a reprieve. You know, and then he gets faster and faster and closer together, and more intense and more intense, and then of course the baby comes. So we are in the end times. We are in the birth pains right now. So Jesus said, "If and when you see these things begin, begin is the keyword begin to happen. Hold your head up high because your redemption draws near." Which means we should be every day looking for the return of Jesus Christ. I am so excited, you guys. I never thought I'd be living in these days with everything going on. I have been a, a student of eschatology for almost 30 years now. And I can't tell you how exciting it is now. Um, because all this stuff is happening. Before, it, I mean, I wouldn't have anything to talk about. Like Maybe like one or two articles, like one or two incidences might have happened. But now it's like so much you can't even cover it all. But anyway, so, you know, we got the digital access, right? So he goes, once the digital ID um, has access to this huge, highly personal data set that the WEF proposes, using it to decide whether users are allowed to own and use devices, open bank accounts, carry out online financial transactions, conduct business transactions, access insurance treatment, um, book trips, go through border and control between countries or regions, access third-party services that rely on social media logins, file taxes, vote, collect benefits, and more. In this advancing digital agency, the Power of Data intermediaries report the WEF positions this digital ID framework as the part of a solution to a trust gap in data sharing. and notes that vaccine passports, which are mandated across the world during the COVID-19 pandemic, do by nature serve as a form of digital identity the wef which is called the west (laughs) also praises the way vaccine passports have allowed governments to harvest data from their population without notice and consent that happened in the uk at a collective level vaccine data is an incredible public health asset the uk government in particular has acknowledged this and has suggested that animization and pseudo-animization and data shielding techniques could be harnessed in a controlled environment to allow for the reuse of that highly sensitive data. In such cases, notice and consent is not required per se for the reuse of the data, but the intermediary processes uh, the data undergoes must be done in a controlled environment so that the findings of the data set are made available rather than the data itself. I don't think they go through anything like that. I think they just pass your stuff off. Um, it's talking about, like, check this out. So this this push for an invasive digital ID system from the WEF <laughs> follows it, uh, proposing other similar surveillance systems, such as turning your heartbeat into a digital ID. Throughout the pandemic, the WEF has consistently advocated for vaccine, uh, vaccine passports and digital IDs. Talk about the Great Reset. So beyond these specific proposals, the WEF is infamous for its globalist and transhumanist agenda such as the great reset which proposes that people will own nothing and be happy in the fourth industrial revolution which according to world economic forum founder and chairman Klaus schwab will lead to a fusion of our physical our digital and our biological identities these people are insane satanists Man. Anyway. Governments and private uh, corporations are increasingly embracing digital IDs. Some governments are also pushing a similar notion. Social credit style apps that monitor citizens' behaviors and reward them for engaging in state-approved actions. Can you say China? China is coming to America. China is coming to the UK. China is coming to all It's already in Australia. Um, Folks. How else do you think the Antichrist is going to rule and reign. He's only got seven years, though. It's all he gets, and then Christ comes back. But they're going to use all of this. So technology is huge when it comes to intans prophecy. Artificial intelligence is—I think—is demonic. It is a demonic thing. It is demonic, but it's—it's it's all part of the inton's prophecy scenario. If you think about Satan and what the Bible says about it. Satan says, or Satan, the Bible says that Satan is, number one, he is the God, little g, of this world. Also, uh, what does he say? He's the prince of the power of the air, is what the Bible says. And how do you think, where's all this wireless technology? It's all in the air, right? You have your airways for TV and radio and satellite and all of this stuff is it just a coincidence that the bible says that i don't think so there's no coincidence when it comes to the bible but uh yeah check okay so if you guys want to check that article out on the digital id go to reclaimthenet.org reclaimthenet.org that was posted on the 22nd february it was written by tom parker so that's some good stuff there so what else we have going on uh of course the alleged Israeli airstrike targets Damascus and it did. And what else do we have going on? So I this is what I like. This is zerohedgewhotrades.com. dot com. So it's kinda cool. So Elon Musk. Okay, Starlink service is now active in Ukraine and more terminals in route. I'm like, you go, man, you go. So that was kinda cool. Anyway, it says uh uh uh, Mikhailo Fedorov, I'm sure I butchered his name, I'm sorry, but it says, at Elon Musk, while you try to colonize Mars, Russia try to occupy Ukraine. While your rockets successfully land from space, Russian rockets attack uh, Ukrainian civil people. We ask you to provide Ukraine with Starlink stations and to address sane Russians to stand. And what happens? He did it! You go, Elon. You go. You know, I, I what really hurt me was um, uh, the Babylon Bee had Elon Musk on there and he was asking legitimate questions about Christianity and they couldn't answer them. You know, I think I've never watched the Babylon Bee after that. And I probably never will. Yeah, you know, they used to be funny, but not anymore. That was not a laughing matter. I pray that Elon Musk will get saved. Um, what a perfect opportunity they had and they just, man. Man, just, oh, I'm going to get off of that. So anyway, there's four historical maps that explain the USSR. So if you want to check these out, these are zerohedge.com. So New Zealand High Court, listen to this, folks. Vaccine mandate not demonstrably justified. Breach of rights. What? See how all this is coming around now? It's all starting to come, it's all starting to come out. That's why I keep thinking, what do they have planned next? They have to have something to come in and to take the place of COVID-19. You know, they got to have something else to make you scared and afraid. And you better listen to us or you're going to die. Well, we're all going to die. It doesn't matter who you listen to. You better listen to Jesus. But, mm. mm-hmm. So, something else has come in and take their place, right? Has to, they've got to exploit something else, right? Bill Gates. As I said last night, but my episode was cut to four minutes again. I'm not sure what's going on with that. So far, I'm still ticking, so it's still doing good. Um, but Bill Gates, what did he say? There's another pandemic coming, but it'll be different from the coronavirus. Dude's an evil guy. He's an evil man. Evil. His wife is too. They're both Satanists. If you look at his wife, or I'm sorry, ex-wife, she's wearing a lightning bolt. What guys? What do you think the lightning bolt symbolizes? The Satan's fall from heaven. There's so much symbolism. Satanic and occultism is completely rampant with symbolism. If you look around at these symbols, you're going to be like, what? If you watch Spencer Smith, 3rd, uh, Adam, 1, 2, and 3. If you listen to Billy Crone and watch his documentaries and his uh, teachings, uh, sermons. all He's got them all. All of them. Wednesday night, we're going through voodoo uh, and what is it? Voodoo and something, right? We just got off of Satanism. And then before that was witchcraft and Wicca. So he goes through all of that and breaks down all of these symbols. And so does Spencer Smith on his YouTube channel. Go check it out because you're going to be like, what? Like you didn't see all this stuff before, but then now you see it on and you're like, wow. Wow. I'm telling you. Do you remember you can't find movies on Satanism and anything that's going on, right? When the children and all these things and the cult and all this stuff was going on and rituals and all this. Except for in the 80s, right? Do you think it just went away in the 80s? Because, you know, Dateline 2020 weren't covered it? No! It is all over Hollywood. But, we're not gonna say that. And so, here's one thing. Okay, so Spencer Smith brought this up um, tonight. Marina uh, Bravovich. God. Remember her? She was the one that was doing those, um, God, it was in the White House with Hillary Clinton. What were those, like, uh, not seances, God, what were they were doing that too? But it was called spirit cooking. That's what it was. So this is, okay, so this is the latest thing out from this evil, wicked woman. Uh, she said that she's blaming Christianity for all that's going on with Russia. She's saying that Putin is an Orthodox Christian and it's all Christians' fault that they're invading uh, that they're invading ukraine there's something going on folks well of course we know it's all demonic right if you look at the book of daniel daniel talks about this too because like the prince of persia when michael was coming to help him the archangel you know he'd prayed and he said oh i was held up by the prince of persia or whatever of course there's demons that are all demonic and there's in the heaven there's a whole realm going on around us that mean you don't see but there's a spiritual realm going on there's the angels of god which is the messengers of god mighty mighty angels and then we have the demons and them going on so there's so much going on you ever been sitting there if you're you could be sitting in church listening to a sermon just like and this wicked thought comes through your mind like where did that come from well it wasn't from god but yeah so there's like total such a like spiritual ram going on and so people you know, talk about like all these things going on. Like it's called, the Bible even talks about familiar spirits. So, you know, say, say your mother died or whatever. The next thing you know, you she's like, well, my mom came to see me. She's sitting in the living room talking. That was not your mother. That was a familiar spirit. That's a demon. That's not your mama. Your mama is not here anymore. Your mother is either in the presence of the Lord or she's in Sheol. So, or Hades. So, you know, so much is in the Bible. So much. And if you don't study these things, if you don't read your Bible, you will be led astray. I look at people all the time, go read Horoscope. I was like, what? Or they'll say, oh, well, I'm a Pisces. Or I'm a, like, no, you're not. You're not. These are all demonic witchcraft, Satanism. It's in the Bible. And the Bible tells you to stay away from that. What really got me was I was watching, it was an insurance commercial. I can't remember what insurance company it was, but they were using a Ouija board. Like, are you serious? Like they're making a lot, making jokes, all kinds of stuff, making, these these things are not funny. The Bible is specifically clear about that. These things are not funny and do not get involved with them. They try to make the horoscope like, oh, it's just, you know, no, it's wicked. Stay the hell away from it. You know, Satan's always gonna make you feel like, oh, you know, it's fun. It's it's nothing. It's just, you know, it's, no, it is. But we live in a world today where Christianity, Biblical fundamental Christianity, where doctrine matters, is like, very few. And then you have these big mega churches with like, Stephen Furtick. You have Greg Locke, and all these heretics, and blasphemers, and you have all these in their church. Andy Stanley, playing Led Zeppelin this folks is what's going on the bible warned us that in the end days this is what we would see the apostasy of the church it didn't say the apostasy of the non-believers it was the apostasy of the church which is the believers or those who claim to be believers but never were they have fallen away from true christianity they deny jesus christ that's an apostate they deny him then you have a heretics that have infiltrated the church satanism has infiltrated the church i'll tell you what's up with greg Locke. if you guys think oh man he's a what pastor is gonna say well satan told me there's witches in my church what are you doing listening to satan why satan talking to you you're not a pastor you're not a preacher of god he started out good from what i understand but he is way gone I'm gonna need to pray for him. Guys, we live in a day and age. It's like, what is Spencer called? The rise of the divine feminine. Feminine. It's not good. It's not good. Women pastors? Absolutely not. The Bible says no. Women are not to be pastors. Then you're like, oh, well, you're just like a, you no. I'm a female and I'm telling you the Bible says no there's a reason there's a reason Satan didn't deceive Adam he deceived Eve if you get a chance watch Spencer Smith and he breaks it all down he talks about and he does such a fabulous job on complementarianism. and so you have women like Beth Moore out there man I went to a church one time and they were talking about, we're going to do this book on Beth Moore. And I was like, who's Beth Moore? And I'm a Southern, I was, I'm not a Southern Baptist anymore. I'm a fundamental Baptist. I left the Southern Baptist Church in 2017. And uh, because I knew they were going the social gospels way wrong way. And uh, then I got this book and I read, I'm like, what kind of joke is this? I'm like, this I said this must be a joke, right? This is why I don't get involved in ladies Bible studies because they don't, there's no, substance to it. They're all about like I ugh, oh, Melissa Dougherty, if you get a channel. She's got a YouTube channel. And she actually has a a um oh gosh, what is a little video on it and it is absolutely hilarious, but it is so spot on to what most ladies' Bible studies are. And uh that's kind of sad. But that's I mean it's hilarious. I'll try to link it in there. But um yeah. So I'm just like really But you just, mm. things are just happening so fast. But there is a reason. There is a reason that women are not pastors. We're not pastors. Christ is the head. Christ is the head over the man. The man is the head over the woman. The woman is the head over the children. There's a reason for this. And it does not mean that the man is, um, what better than the woman they're equal the men and women are equal we just have different roles but i digress watch spencer smith because he he nails it so let's look at the zero hedge article this is a new zealand's high court vaccine mandate not demonstrably um, justified breach of rights it's by tyler durden durden so, yeah, it says um, Justice Francis Cook was asked by a group of police and defense force personnel to judicially review the vaccine mandate enacted under the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act in December. The mandate required all defense force personnel and all police constables, recruits and authorized officers to receive two doses of the vaccine by March 1st. But on January the 6th, three unvaccinated staff who did not wish to receive the shot sought a judicial review of the mandate. They were supported by affidavits from 37 of their colleagues in the same position. And the group claims that uh, two rights of the New Zealand Bill of Rights Act 1990 had been limited by the mandate, the right to refuse a medical treatment, and the right to manifest religious beliefs. So it says part of the group's religious objections to the mandate were concerns over the fact that the Pfizer vaccine had at some point been tested on cells that have been derived from a human fetus according to ucla health COVID 19 vaccines do not contain aborted fetal cells but johnson and johnson did use fetal cell lines when developing and producing their vaccine and pfizer and Moderna used them to test their vaccine to assure they work uh anyway he goes on to talk about how requiring vaccines by such a vac- by rec- vaccination by such a vaccine was in conflict with the religious beliefs and some of the affected persons so Anyway, it goes on and on and on, and it's talking about, wow, maybe they're right. After everything that's happened, now they're like, oh, well, well, yeah, maybe they're right. Cook also concluded that the mandate affected only a small number of personnel, just 164 unvaccinated personnel and a police workforce of nearly 15,700. Guys, mm mm-mm, mm-mm, craziness. So we also have a supply chain uh, siege. This is, if you think this uh, supply chain issue just came out of the blue, you and I both know that's a -a crockabully. We know that's not true. We know this has all been manufactured. So, you can go check that article out at raptureready.com. One other thing, guys, we need to be praying for the Ukrainians. They need more Bibles. This is amazing. I love to hear stories like this. I mean, not they don't have the Bibles, but why they need more Bibles? So on FaithWire, um, we go here, and I, I'm going to try to end. You know, let me go back. Want to end with that? Let me check out one more thing real quick, just to make sure I got everything that I was wanting to talk about out there. Keep you guys updated. Um, we go to Telegram really quick. So, uh, if you guys listen to Amir um sarfati so i'll behold uh, israel he's got a telegram channel and um definitely definitely jump on his telegram channel because i uh hate minute by minute updates when things are going on in this world i was like what when the russia ukraine thing was going on of course you know he lives in israel he is an israeli um he's a bible prophecy teacher and a dang good one at that so he's been going on going on talking about all this stuff and um things things are going uh, Ukraine is holding off Russia praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ for that they are holding him off um and if, I, I think I mentioned this earlier but Putin is moving ICBMs in his country those are intercontinental ballistic missiles those are hot those are nukes uh he is moving those we don't know what he's got planned for that and uh, of course we do know he's been cut off from the banks but not all of the banks have been removed the Russian banks have been removed from Swift but a lot of them have ones that have been sanctioned have um so you know he's already moving moving these um icbms so we're not really sure what's going on if he is defeated or if he does not win in ukraine um he's gonna be humiliated and then what is he gonna do i mean they have lost 200 billion dollars russians uh russian has so with this uh, invasion. And so I think he um, did not count the cost, as the Bible says, before he made this decision. But it says, um, so another, okay, so another thing, another thing. He's bombing apartment complexes. And not only that, not only that, he's bombing nuclears Like, what, why in the hell? And why, number one, was their first thing to go into take Chernobyl? What was the significance? There's some kind of significance behind that. And so it's the kind of cool thing is there's a a Russian and a Ukrainian. So they're working together to monitor Chernobyl because now we have radioactive material leaking, right? Not only that, they've also bombed another part uh, that has radioactive material there that is now leaking of the storage facility. It's now leaking radiation. Like, what is going on? So, you know, I think think they're going to use this in conjunction with climate change and all this other garbage because, you know, like I said... Uh, what do you call it? Um, g- uh, COVID is going away. They're not like you need to do this, do this, wear your mask, blah blah blah. They're not doing all this crap anymore, right? They're kind of like ease no restrictions. They're kind of like you know whatever. It's all good. But they got to have something else to take the place. Right? They got another crisis. They got have another thing to make you be terrified and fearful and look for them for help and answers, right? Instead of looking to Jesus Christ. But this is they got to have something else. And so I'm thinking. This has a lot to do with it. Like like the whole um, you know, uh taking over the uh Chernobyl and now they're like literally bombing um like they bombed the, the 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 storage facilities. Like why would you do that with all this nuclear um stuff and not only that now we have the 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 fires and the oil like so much is going on like so much is going on it's like a new video from explosions of the fires attacked, oil depots in Vaskoglov. Wait, I'm sorry, guys. I cannot pronounce those words. <laughs> uh, thick pillars of smoke in the sky and intense fires. It's insane. The sky above Kiev right now is like red. And this was at 526 p.m. Of course, that's our time. Russia is like, I think, eight hours ahead of what my time is. So it's in the morning. A Russian fighter jet was downed by a Ukrainian fighter jet near uh, Kharkiv. Uh, what else we got going on? in serbia the people uh, who went to the streets are those who support russia uh we have ukraine and Poland. uh the poland border right now is like mass people are trying to get into poland at the border and uh, they're trying to escape and i mean you know trying to you know get out you know while they can and so during the shelling of kiev russian shells hit the radioactive waste disposal point of the kiev branch of the radon association the state nuclear regulatory inspectorate of ukraine so now we have like that's what i just was talking about um so there's like the location of the nuclear waste site now it's like you know right there is leaking golly let me pull it up and see if i can uh take closer i can't pronounce any of those names i'm sorry i'm a texan this is really hard for me <laughs> uh there's river mall new way if you guys live in ukraine the industrial bridge uh so it's near a uh, Holoskivy national natural park So, yeah, it's uh, Kiev, Pershek, Lavar. It looks like a, I'm not sure what that is, but it's just down the river from there. And uh, so, yeah, craziness. So, we got former top official of Russia's central bank. There's going to be a catastrophe on the Russian currency uh, market on Monday. The Ukrainian government has warned that the exploding gas pipeline could cause a climate catastrophe and ordered citizens to cover their windows with cloth. I'm not sure what that's going to do, but I pray it does something. Um, Kiev and Kharkiv did not fall. Guys at 10.07 o'clock my or ten o seven my time, praise God. This is of course it's early. I guess it's early morning in uh, Russia right now. It's midnight my time, but uh when this was posted, Kiev and Kharkiv did not fall. Things are not going as smooth as Putin had hoped so far. He is losing billions of dollars at home and hundreds of soldiers in the battlefield. And that was uh Amir's update there at 10 o'clock. As it says the Russian bombing of the oil reservoirs near Kiev are about to turn into a major ecological disaster, not only for Ukraine but for all of Europe. So, see, they're gonna I think they're going to use. I think the World Economic Forum. I think these globalists. They're all going to get together and they're going to use this right now with all these fires burning and all of this. They're going to use it for this climate change initiative. And this, is, I'm telling you. I don't know what their plans are but i'm i'm betting you they all of this is going to be used somehow uh to for them but that's just you know just kind of like you know just out there and either here nor there but you know they got to use something something's got to come up and take over the um the covid thing right so we have athletes banned investigations why are so many players collapsing on the field there's a video uh Please check this out in headlines at olivetreeviews.org. So the famous athlete is calling for an investigation into the cause of athletes failing health, most of whom have received the COVID vaccines. Matt Lee Tessier felt a responsibility to speak out after a five-fold increase in sudden cardiac and unexplained deaths among uh, the FIFA players in the 2021. He accused leaders who ignore this disturbing phenomenon of gross dereliction of duty. He's absolutely right. A new national vaccine pass quietly being implemented. This is the WND. This was posted uh, yesterday, the 26th. So some might say, of course, it's Friday time, my time. I mean, it's Sunday, my time. Anyway, uh, some might say the U.S. is returning to normalcy, but a new report in Forbes suggests that new norm will include digital vaccine passports to be used to travel, to access venues, and much more. Of course, lessons from Ukraine is don't give up your nukes or your guns. So uh, vaccine and mask mandates are being dropped precipitously across the United States as the campaigning for this fall's midterm elections heats up. Also, the number of deaths and the number of COVID cases is dropping rapidly. Some might say the US is returning to normalcy, but a new report in Forbes suggests that the new norm will include digital vaccine passports to be used to travel, access venues, and much more. Uh, paper CDC vaccination card is not cutting it, said the report. While the United States government has not issued a federal digital vaccine pass, a national standard has nevertheless emerged. To date, 21 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico offer accessibility to the Smart Health Card, a a verifiable digital proof of vaccination developed through the Vaccination Credit Credential Initiative, VCI. They already have initiative for this. Lord have mercy. The money that's spent on all this garbage. A global coalition of public and private stakeholders, including, of course... Microsoft, Salesforce, Oracle, and the Mayo Clinic and other health and and tech heavyweights, the report said. So four more states are lining up their requirements now. Brian Anderson of ECI said in a report, we've seen a notable uptick in states that have officially launched public portals where individuals can get verifiable vaccination credentials in the form of smart health cards with a QR code. The report said more than 200 million Americans can now download, print, or store their vaccine records as a QR code. When the QR code is pulled up, only the individual's name, date of birth, and vaccination information is visible. No other medical information or personal data is shared. (laughs) Of course. Who believes that? Are you kidding me? I don't trust. You trust these people with your health information. I can't trust our government with anything. Mm. But here we go. They're already starting all this. So this is what they're pushing now. It's going to continue it's going to continue it's going to continue i'm it's all paving the way for the mark of the beast that's where we're heading folks okay so with that i'm going to go ahead and end because it's still recording and man if you if you if you take into consideration the 35 minutes i did before that didn't take i've been talking for a long time okay so let's get off here so what i wanted to end with um, was Psalm 31. And why I wanted to end with that is because on Faithwire, uh, it says, we need more Bibles. Ukrainian stores run out of Bibles as people encounter scripture for the first time ever and in the Russian crisis. What a beautiful story. We need to get them Bibles. So this is written by um, Billy Hallowell. Billy Hallowell on the 25th of February and it's on Faithwire. So it goes on to talk about um you know that the russians and the ukrainian christians are talking they're still talking they are still praying together which is wonderful which is what we christians do uh is talking about in a world such toxic division and amid tensions that do nothing other than unite opposing sides it's a powerful testament of the fruit of the gospel in people's lives that the christians and the russians are still talking and they're still praying together uh, this week, CNN captured a touching moment during which Ukrainians kneeled in prayer. And uh, Ray Chinetz previously shared how Christians and Jews have come together to pray Psalm 31 over their plight. He goes, for me as a pastor, that psalm, well, I have, I read it differently now because it's about our current situation in Ukraine. He told Eternity News, this ancient prayer written several thousand years ago, now we see is so alive is living and so it says please continue to ask to seek god on behalf of the people of ukraine the archbishop of canterbury justin welby has invited the world to join him in prayer this sunday so i wanted to pull up psalm 31 and that's what i want to end with tonight you guys um so this is psalm 31 and i'm reading this out of the new american standard bible uh the 1995 edition so Let me increase the font so I'm not straining here, you guys. You know, you know me and my eyes. Okay, so, in you, O Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be ashamed. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me quickly. Be to me a rock of strength, a stronghold to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you will lead me and guide me. You will pull me out of the net which they have securely laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have ransomed me, O Lord, God of truth. I hate those who regard vain idols. But I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your loving kindness. Because you have seen my afflictions. You have known the troubles of my soul. And you have not given me over into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a large place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted away from grief my soul and my body also. For my, top, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength has failed because of my iniquity and my body has wasted away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I am forgotten as a dead man, out of mind, out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I have heard the slander of many. Terror is on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they schemed to take away my life. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face to shine upon your servant. Save me in your loving kindness. Let me not be put to shame, O Lord, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them be silent and Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak arrogantly against the righteous with pride and contempt. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have wrought for those who take refuge in you before the sons of men. You hide them in the secret place of your presence from the conspiracies of men. You keep them secretly in a shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has made marvelous his loving kindness to me in a besieged city. As for me, I said in my alarm, I am cut off from before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my supplications when I cried to you. Oh, love the Lord, all you his godly ones. The Lord preserves the faithful. And fully recompenses the proud doer. Be strong and let your heart take courage. All you hope in the Lord. I will end on that. And like I say, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Ukraine, Russia, we are praying for you. I am praying for you. I'm praying for peace. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I would not wait another moment. Make that decision for Christ today. The Bible says anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Call upon Jesus today. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Admit you're a sinner. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to be the Lord of your life. And guess what? He will be the Lord of your life, and you will be a brand new creature in Christ. All your sins will be gone everything will be gone you'll be brand new washed in the blood of christ all right guys maranatha